Hey families, before we start this episode, I have a request for you. We are so glad that you're listening to Hebrew School, and we want even more people to join the fun. One of the best ways to help our show is to rate and review Hebrew School on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I love reading reviews, and they really make a difference in helping people find our show. Kids, we especially would love reviews from you. So when you're done listening to this episode, remember to write a review. Okay, here's the show. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear trees. Happy birthday to you. Wow, this birthday party has everything. Flowers, fruit, giant redwoods. Well, I guess this birthday party is a bit different than your typical pizza and cake extravaganza. That's because this is the birthday of the trees, which we celebrate on the Jewish holiday of Tubishvat. Today, we're going to learn all about what Judaism has to say about Tubishvat and nature. So grab your watering can, cut some apple slices, and join us for today's episode of Hebrew School. Tubishvat means the 15th day of the Hebrew month of Shvat which the rabbis of the Talmud marked as the new year for the trees. The rabbis also designated Tubishvat as the birthday of all the trees in order to calculate how old the trees were, which is important to know because there are Jewish commandments about eating fruit in Israel related to the age of the tree. In Israel, Tubishvat marks the beginning of the season when almond trees, the earliest blooming trees, start to bloom, hinting at the first signs of spring even though it may be snowing hard in other parts of the world. It's also become a day to celebrate the environment and take part in activities that help sustain and protect the earth. I'm your in-house gardener and podcast host, Sara Fredman-Ader. Our kid contestant today really, really loves nature and also a good birthday party. Put your hands together and help me welcome Odin. Hi. Hi, Odin. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. This is my first time on a podcast, and I'm pretty happy. Odin, do you know anything about Tubishvat? A little bit. Tell me what you know. That it's the birthday of the trees. Celebrate the trees because it one helps us uh, breathe and um, gives us paper. Yes, trees give us paper. They help us breathe. They're really, really important. Do you have a favorite tree or flower? Roses or tulips are my favorite flowers. Are you ready to play our first game? Yeah. Our first game is called, Do We Do That? Do we do that? Did I do that? Let's talk Tubishvat traditions. Tubishvat doesn't have the same kinds of set traditions and commandments like some other holidays we celebrate, like Rosh Hashanah or Passover. But there are some things that many Jewish people do to celebrate the holiday. And we're going to talk about some of them now. Your job is to tell me which of these traditions I totally made up. The first tradition we're going to talk about is the Tubishvat Seder. 
If you listened to our previous episodes, you might remember that Passover is not the only holiday we celebrate with a Seder. On Tubishvat, we also have a special meal with specific foods and blessings. In particular, we eat food known as the seven species, or the seven special foods that Israel is known for. These are wheat, barley, grapes, figs, pomegranates, olives, and dates. So maybe you can have some wheat and barley bread with grape juice and an olive date fig and pomegranate top pizza? The second tradition is to generally eat more fruit on the holiday. So if, for example, you usually eat an apple a day to keep the doctor away, on Tubishvat, you might consider eating two or three apples. Probably not 50 apples, though. That might bring the doctor running to you. The final tradition is to brush your teeth with juice instead of toothpaste. I know, I know, it's basically the opposite of what you're supposed to do, covering your teeth with sugar instead of getting rid of the sugar. But we're meant to leave a sweet taste in our mouths on this holiday. And hey, what's one day of juice brushing really going to do? Okay, Odin, which of these traditions is not something we do? Um, brush your teeth with juice. Winner! You're right. That final tradition was totally made up. That would be cool, even though I don't like juices. But, um, no. It's probably not great for your teeth. Once you eat all the delicious fruit at your Seder, it's probably a good idea to brush your teeth with, you know, cavity-fighting toothpaste. Oh, but don't brush your teeth and then drink orange juice. Trust me on that one. It's gross. Okay. Odin, do you want to do one more? Sure. Judaism contains all sorts of commandments that have to do with earth and how we treat our trees and plants. I'm going to list three commandments in the Torah that have to do with nature. Your job is to tell me which one is totally made up. The first commandment specifically applies to fruit trees planted in Israel. We are forbidden from eating the fruit of a tree during the first three years after it's planted. This commandment, called orla, means that we can't eat any oranges, lemons, or pomegranates from young trees in Israel. This allows the tree to grow healthy and strong before we start benefiting from its wonderful gifts. The second commandment is the prohibition against jumping in leaf piles. While it may be super fun and tempting to throw yourself into those huge leaf mountains in the fall, it's actually pretty dangerous, and the Torah forbids doing so out of concern for your safety. The final commandment is called Baal Tashchit, which means do not waste or destroy without good reason. While the original commandment in the Bible was about needlessly chopping down fruit trees, it applies to all kinds of wasting, throwing out perfectly good food, keeping the water running when you don't need it, or needlessly burning fuel. Okay, do you have any guesses which of these I planted here to trick you? can't waste things. I think it's number three. Actually, there is a Jewish law against wasting, especially in ways that hurt the environment. But don't worry, we are totally allowed to jump in leaf piles. I mean, that is one of the great joys of the fall, at least in parts of the world where leaves change color and fall down. 
And as you were able to guess, we are not allowed to eat fruit from trees in Israel in their first three years. There are actually many commandments in the Torah about preserving the health of the land. And while they mostly apply specifically to the land of Israel, I think we can learn a lot about how to treat nature wherever we are. Now it's time for a segment I like to call Chochmat HaHamonim. Chochmat HaHamonim, Wisdom of the Crowds. Chochmat HaHamonim is Hebrew for Wisdom of the Crowds. This is the part of the show where we hear from incredible kids all answering the same question. Today, our listeners answer the question, what is your birthday wish for the earth on Tubishvat? Everyone, please welcome students from B'nai Jeshurun in Manhattan. I wish that the earth could live forever. For the earth to have good plants and so they grow better. For trees to grow just like this community. For the earth to be cleaner so animals can be more healthy and they don't all go extinct. For people to stop throwing garbage on the ground and polluting the earth. To use less plastic water bottles. That people stop littering on the beach because then, like, the animals can't go into the water and out of the water. And if the trash goes in the ocean, then they could eat the trash, which is a big problem. My birthday wish for the earth is that more people start caring about it and respecting it so future generations and live in a greener environment. Animals are being used too much for me and like products for people to wear. So my wish is for people to kind of like less taking things for granted because animals aren't here just for people to eat. They're here to help us make an earth that we can live in. My wish is for more pandas to treat the world with respect and for the snow. That's incredible. Odin, what's your birthday wish for the Earth? Uh, there's a few. I want there to be peace. I also want there to be no more global warming. And I don't want people to cut trees down that much because um, gorillas don't have that much space anymore. Like, they used to have a lot of space, but we just make farms and, and it's pretty sad because animals are going extinct. And we need to stop that. You're so right. It's on all of us to make sure that nature and animals are all kept safe. And it's our responsibility to make sure that we're doing everything we can to help the environment. Yeah. Are you ready for our second game? Yep. Our second game is called Say My Name. In this game, you're going to hear a song about someone or something from Jewish history. Your job is to listen and tell me who the song is about. Ready? I was hanging out just like any other day when I saw a little sheep coming my way. Didn't think nothing of it, am I to blame? Cause one minute later I was up in flames. Just a little burning fiery little tree. Someone tell me what is happening Oh Moses, there you are Can you tell me please 
that was smoking. Any guesses who was singing that song? The bush of fire was talking to Moses, and God, God told Moses to go to uh, Pharaoh and try and get all the Jews to escape Egypt. Winner. You got it. You're ready to teach Hebrew school, Odin. That song was about the burning bush. Just like you said, Moses, having escaped Egypt, was a shepherd for his father-in-law, and one day, one of his sheep ran away. Moses chased it down, only to find a bush that was on fire. God spoke to Moses from the tree, telling him it was his destiny to go to Pharaoh and demand that the Jewish people be set free. Do you want to do one more? Sure, I'm fine with that. Okay. Here's your song. I'm so tricky. That's what they say about me. I told Eve she could eat from the tree. The tree I know she was told to avoid. I said, come on, Eve. God won't be annoyed. And if you eat from the tree, you'll become really smart and you'll know all there is to set you apart from the rest of creation, the birds and the fish. Also, I'm sure that the fruit is really delish. So Eve ate from the tree and now I eat dust. Kicked out of the garden. Well, that was a bust. Hmm. Sounds like whoever's singing convinced this Eve to do something she really wasn't supposed to do. Any guesses? The snake in a tree. Adam and Eve were not supposed to touch one tree. Winner! You got it. Like you said, it's the snake from the Garden of Eden. When God created the world, God created a beautiful garden filled with everything Adam and Eve, the first humans, could ever want. God had one rule. Don't eat from the forbidden trees, including the tree of knowledge. Well, that tricky snake, who in the garden could speak and had legs, convinced Eve to do just that. And she, Adam, and the snake all received terrible punishments and were kicked out of the Garden of Eden forever. Which just goes to show you, you should probably listen when God tells you not to do something. I mean, at least they lived. Always looking for the silver lining. I like that. You know, there's nothing I love more than hearing a soothing and inspiring story when I'm surrounded by nature. It's one of the most calming things I can think of. What do you say we celebrate Tubishvat by hearing from our Hebrew school storyteller, Panina Shram? Here is your Hebrew school storyteller, Panina Shram, with a story about the environment. have a responsibility to take care of Mother Earth and replenish its resources. 
not only for ourselves, but for the generations to come. Honey the Wise One was also known as Honey the Circle Maker. By drawing a circle and stepping inside of it, he would recite special prayers for rain. Sometimes during a drought, Honey would even argue with God. At those times, Honey would say, I refuse to step outside of the circle until the rain begins falling. And the rains would come. Honey was indeed a miracle maker. However, as wise as he was, Honey sometimes saw something that puzzled him. At those times, he would ask questions so he could unravel the mystery. One day, Honey the Circle Maker was walking on the road, and he saw an elder planting a carob tree. After greeting the man, Honey asked him, How long will it take for this tree to bear fruit? And the old man replied, Seventy years. Honey then asked the old man, And do you think you will live another seventy years to eat the fruit of this tree? The elder answered, Perhaps not. However, when I was born into this world, I found many carob trees planted by my father and grandfather. And just as they planted trees for me, I am planting trees for my children and my grandchildren so they will be able to enjoy eating the fruit of these trees. And then it will be up to them to plant more trees for the future generations. And that is how it has been ever since. That was so refreshing. Thank you, Panina. Are you ready for our final game? Yup. This one is called Prayer or Pop Song. Prayer or Pop Song. For this game, I'm going to share two sets of verses with you. One of them is from the Bible, and the other is just the plain old song. Your job is to tell me which is which. Ready? Here's option one. But ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds in the sky, they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and it will teach you, or let the fish in the sea inform you. And here's option two. You think you own whatever land you land on? The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. But I know every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. Okay, Odin, which one is from the Bible? That's hard. You never learned this yet, but I'm going to learn it soon enough. The first one. Winner!
You got it. The first verses are from the Bible. And I'm not surprised that you haven't heard about it because it's from a part of the Bible called the book of Job, which is probably not something you've learned yet. It tells the story of one man's faith in the face of terrible tragedy. The second verses are from the song Colors of the Wind from one of my favorite movies, Pocahontas. Have you ever seen it? No, not yet, but maybe I should watch it. It's a classic. I recommend it. Okay, are you ready for a second round? Let's go. Okay, here are your first lines. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. And here are your second lines. Like a lily among thorns, so is my darling among the young women. Like an apple tree among trees of the forest, so is my beloved among the young men. Okay, Odin, which one is from the Bible? The second. Winner! You got it. You are killing this game. The second lyrics are from the Bible. They're from the Song of Songs, which is an epic love poem written by King Solomon. Those first lyrics are from the song What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. That bell means we're out of time for today. Odin, did you learn anything new? I actually did, and I had a lot of fun. Thank you. I'm so glad. I had a lot of fun, too. I mean, that makes sense. We are at a birthday party. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about that. Okay. You go off and and, uh, go play limbo with the trees. Yep. And a huge Hebrew school thank you to Odin. Before we go, let's hear one more song from the Hebrew school house band, Schlockrock. Take it away, Lenny. Hey, everybody. This is Lenny Solomon from Schlockrock for Hebrew school. And enjoy Tu B'Shvat. It's Rosh Hashanah for the trees. It's Tu B'Shvat Shvat Shvat. Say Shecheyanu if you please on Tu B'Shvat Shvat Shvat. is a production of Tablet Studios. The show is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Robert Scaramuccia, and me, Sara Fredmanator. Special thanks to Lenny Salmon of our house band Schlockrock, comedian Joel Chasnoff, storyteller Panina Shram, and musician Kelsey McDonald. Our Tablet Studios team includes Stephanie Butnick, 
Liel Leibowitz, Mark Oppenheimer, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Quinn Waller, Ellie Blyer, Sam Hacker, and Courtney Hazlett. Want to be a contestant on Hebrew School? Visit tabletm.ag slash Hebrew School to apply. That's tablet, the letter M, dot A-G slash Hebrew School to apply. Check out all of our podcasts at tabletmag.com slash podcasts. Watch, watch, watch.